Your experience of life is not what happens, but how you name what happens. Your experience is the story that you tell yourself. You can't unring the bell, but you do decide what it means for your life. Don't collude with disempowering narratives. See from new perspectives and set yourself free. What's my purpose? What's my calling? Why am I even here? These are questions that so many of us ask ourselves. These are questions that I've heard countless times through the years as a spiritual counselor. It's something that stays on our mind because there's something deep within us that just knows that our life has meaning and significance. And we don't want to die with the music still inside of us, so to speak. There's a lot of confusion about this. I'm Reverend Deborah L. Johnson, also known as Rev D. And I just want to talk about this a little bit today and to unpack it some. I find that we often confuse some concepts. We often confuse a calling, a purpose, with the concept of our having a passion, and also with this pressure we have sometimes about having a career. A career is something for which you get compensated. And there's many times that our passions or our callings are not something that we can actually make a living at. So don't ignore your purpose. Don't ignore your passion just because you don't find a way that it's going to be able to financially sustain you. Do it anyway. Because if it's really your calling and your purpose You won't be successful at your career unless the inner being of you is being fed by this certain something that's calling you. Our passion is that thing that we love to do, that certain something that lights us up. When we're really into our passion, it's something that we would be willing to do whether we got paid for it or not. When we find that thing that's really our passion, when we're doing it, we get this sense of rejuvenation. There's something within us that exhales, uh, so to speak. Even if it's something that involves some rigorous activity, for some of us it might be stimulating, for some of us it might be calming. But regardless, it's something that ultimately makes us feel more alive. What makes you alive? What makes you alive and are you tending to that? What makes you alive and is this something that you're bringing into your daily experience? What makes you alive? But even deeper than this, is this notion around purpose and this notion around calling. 
We all have it. It isn't like some people are born with purpose and some aren't. We all have it. And I contend that part of living a life that's fulfilling is being able to tap into that in a real authentic kind of way. So many of us are busy in imitation mode. We're trying to emulate other people, places, and things in order to get validated or in order to get approved. Uh, Maybe it's our own self-worth that we're trying to prove, and it isn't so much an external thing at all, but something within us that says we're not enough and we're trying to do these things that we think are going to uh, make us have a sense of belonging and or acceptance. But that calling, that deep inner purpose, is not just about you. It's not about making a living. It's not about uh, your passion or even how much you like it. Newsflash. Your calling and purpose may be something that you're not initially really happy about. You're not happy about it because it calls you out of your comfort zone. You're not happy about it because it may threaten the way that you're living now, uh, meaning that it's going to require to you to make some changes. Changes in location, changes in relationship, changes in how you show up in the world. But here's the thing about this purpose and uh, this calling. Your inner being will never be fulfilled until you say yes to it. It'll never be fulfilled. There'll always be this certain something within you that feels like it's not quite complete, like there's a little something missing, that there's something that's more required. And no matter how it is you try to adjust, no matter how much it is that you try to tell yourself that you're okay just the way that you are and uh, you don't need it, mm, it's, it, it'll keep you up. It won't let you sleep. And part of the subtle difference between the calling and uh, your calling, your purpose, and uh, this thing that we call your passion is that your calling and your purpose are going to be a blessing. What do I mean when I say they're going to be a blessing? They're going to make a positive contribution to other people's lives not just yours. See, your being here on this planet is not just about your ego's sense of gratification or satisfaction. Your great calling and purpose for being here on this planet is for you to make a difference. It's for you to have some impact for your presence, your energy field, your actions, your words, the who you are, to really have a positive impact on something beyond 
and something that's bigger than just yourself. Just let that sink in for a moment. Your life is not just about you. We're part of a whole. We're part of a collective. We are literally breathing in bits and pieces and particles of one another. We share the same air. We all think with the one mind. We're all loving from the one heartbeat, the one love. You don't have anything that is exclusively your own. You don't have your own music. You don't have your own language. You don't, you don't have it. <laughs> it's only the way in which we use it. It's just the way we use it that makes it uniquely ours. I contend in order to really follow our passions, it takes courage. It takes courage to muster up the strength, to muster up the daring and the willingness to just really go for it. Just really go for it. With our calling and our purpose, sometimes it's not really clear. We're not really sure what it is that we should be going for sometimes, and that's part of the problem, and that's part of the confusion um, in our minds. We know that there's something, but we can't always just like put our finger on what that something is. So I contend when it comes to our greater calling and our purpose that it isn't so much courage in the traditional sense of courage as it is surrender. Surrender. Not the secular surrender where we admit that there's some kind of defeat. I'm talking about the spiritual surrender where we give up the fight. Where there's nothing to prove and no one to prove it to. We give up the shadow boxing. The surrender requires a willingness. A willingness to see things that we couldn't see before. A willingness to get out of the sandbox of our own little Legos, our little tinker toys that we keep moving around and shifting and putting them in different kind of stacks and configurations, trying to make sense out of it all. But this calling, this purpose, we don't have to make it. We don't have to create it. We just have to first and foremost accept that it exists. You say, well, what are you talking about? Let, let's think about this. The more that you affirm that you don't know what it is, the more firm that you affirm that there's something that you can't find, it put blinders on us so that we literally can't see it. It could be something as simple as your keys. If you keep telling yourself, I don't know where they are, I don't know where they are, and you're checking all your pockets and you're running around the place where you live and you're trying to find them, they could be sitting right there next to the door. They could be sitting right there on the coffee table and you will not see them. 
because your mind has convinced yourself that they aren't there. And it isn't until we stop all that frantic running around and go, okay, I got through the door with the keys. I haven't left this place. The keys didn't grow feet and walk out the door. Okay, they're here. They're here. I know that these keys are here. And when you take that kind of deep breath and start looking from that perspective, then you see them. Apply this to your life. We're running around about our purpose and our calling. I don't know where it is, and I can't find it. And, and, and oh, 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 but when we stop and say, I exist, I'm here. I know that my life has meaning. My calling and my purpose reveal themselves to me. When you come from that kind of perspective, then just like you can suddenly see the keys, you can suddenly start to connect the dots. Take a breath. This idea of having a calling, this idea that our life has some kind of purpose that's higher and that's greater than we are, whatever that is, it will, in fact, merge with your passions. Okay? It'll merge with them in ways that perhaps you didn't understand or you didn't even know. And once again, it may or may not uh, be something that you make a living at. Let's just say, for example, your calling and your purpose is about mentoring, is about nurturing, encouraging people, bringing out the best in them, making them believe in uh, themselves. Maybe that's your real calling and purpose. And maybe you've grown a little jaded through the years. Perhaps you don't always see the best in everybody else and aren't necessarily all that concerned with being the one uh, to bring it out in them. And simultaneously, let's say, Your passion is music. Your passion is singing or playing an instrument. And when you do that, you just get absolutely lost in it. Now, your day job, I don't know, maybe it's in computer tech. Maybe you're in banking. Maybe you're a farmer. It could be anything. So your passion is your music. Your career is this thing that you're making all the money at. But you know, in order to really have your career, at some point in your life, you have to allow yourself to sing. You have to allow yourself to play the music because that's what 
gets you going. That's what gets you charged. But then there's this little gnawing something, little gnawing something at you about making a difference. This gnawing something at you about being of value, of being of service. And lo and behold, there comes this point in time when you're called upon for whatever reason, circumstance, it doesn't even have to be by choice. It could just be something that befell upon you by quote unquote fate, where suddenly you're mentoring a niece or a nephew, or there's something that's happened in your community. Maybe your job has put you in some kind of a a career program where you're reaching out to young people. It it could be almost anything that puts you in the situation. But you find yourself not only having to, but somehow even wanting to reach out, say that word of encouragement, You might be scared. You may think, well, gee, you know, I'm not even sure I really like children or I don't know if children like me or, ooh, I'm kind of scared to death of, you know, teenagers. I'm a bit intimidated. Whatever your story is that keeps you from reaching out, okay, that's your story. But when you're willing to break beyond that, when you're willing to just show up with a yes in your heart, you'll find that there'll be some kind of way that your passion, some kind of way that that music will be just the bridge. Just the bridge. Maybe it's only just discussions about music and sharing a love of it. Uh, Maybe you find yourself, unbeknownst to you, doing something you would have never thought of before. Like, um starting or directing a kid's choir or a a teenage choir. Uh, Maybe you wind up giving guitar lessons uh, to somebody and helping them tap into that gift, that passion that they've always had. It could look like, I don't know how many things, but I guarantee you that once you're in it and once you're doing it, something in your soul will go, yes. Yes, I have to do this. I have to do this. And then what you'll find is that you'll put fewer and fewer conditions on it. You won't be so scared. You'll find yourself saying that kind word spontaneously. You'll find yourself looking for opportunities to be able to empower, uh, to make a difference. And you won't have to effort, you won't have to struggle because the opportunities will just open up. They'll just be there. When you're raising kids, you can tell when your child is just trying to fit in. They're doing things the way that they're walking or talking, uh, what they're wearing, 
the people that they're hanging around. You know, there'll be all these little signs that tell you that they have some preconceived idea in their head and they're trying to fit in. You may not know what your child's calling is. You may not know what uh, their purpose is. But you're going to keep encouraging them to find it. That's what any good parent will do. That's what any good mentor will do. You'll let them know that they don't have to settle for an, 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 an authentic life. You'll let them know that they don't have to emulate and be just like everybody else, but that they are special, that they really are here for some reason. And that same kind of talk that we do to people outside of ourselves, that's the same kind of inner talk that you have to do to your own self. Let's know what I'm saying. You have to do that with you. It's as though the universe has given you custody of you. Just like if you had custody of a child. Your job as the parent is not to squelch their hopes and dreams. Your job is not to denigrate or degrade them, to make them doubt themselves. Your job is to not to put them in a situation where they are constantly contrasting and comparing who they are to who other people are. You don't want your child to be picking and pulling themselves apart. Well, you're your own child, so to speak. You have custody of you. So if you don't want to see that happen in the outer world, don't do it in the inner world. Don't do it. Even if you feel unclear about what your calling or your purpose is, affirm that it exists. Affirm that you have it. Just like you would do with a child. Just like you would do with a child. You say, it's there. You'll find it. You don't have to live your life being something that you're not. And you're important. You make a difference. And I'm telling you now, no matter how many other people tell you that or say that to you, you're the one that needs to believe it. You have to say it to your own self. This purpose, this calling, it isn't something that you have to manufacture It isn't something that you have to make up. It isn't something that you have to create. I truly believe you come here with it. You come here with it. And your job is just to discover it, 
and to live into it fully. Think on uh, these things. Think on these things. Yes, please follow your passion. Follow your passion. And if you can make a career out of your passion, whoo, how extraordinary. And above and beyond all of that, be sure to answer your calling which may take you to places that you never dreamt that you would go, places that you didn't even want to go to. My calling is about healing. My calling is about possibilities and helping to unleash those uh, possibilities. Who knew that that calling would take me to do prison outreach work in male prisons, which I've done for over 20 years. Who knew? Who knew that some of the greatest inspirations in my life, people who have taught me about spirituality, who have taught me about gratitude, who have taught me about patience, who have taught me about power, were people who had been locked up for life. People that our society completely dismissed, and quite frankly, before I started doing the prison outreach, whom I had dismissed myself. And oh, what a mutual benefit it has been. I'm such a better person. In fact, um, I did a TEDx talk, TEDx Berkeley, in 2016 about what I learned uh, on forgiveness from people on the inside, especially from this one guy who had done 26 years and was innocent. I met him right before he got out, and he stayed in contact with me after he got out. Extraordinary. I highly recommend that you watch that, it's on YouTube. Take a breath. Surrender to your calling. Surrender to your purpose. You don't have to understand it. Just say yes. Just say yes. And the rest will unfold. Think on these things. Share this, and I look forward to being with you on our next episode. Thank you for being with us. Check out my other podcast shows and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. What's on your mind? Share it with me in the Ask Rev D section of my new website, RevDNow.com. Please join my contact list. I'd love to hear from you and stay in touch. See with new eyes. <laughs>